What's up, y'all, and welcome to another edition of Worldly Church Girl. On today's show, it's a personal show, to be honest. My guest today is Brenda Cortez. She is a living kidney donor. And the reason why this show is dear to me is because my husband right now is actually on a kidney donor list. It was a great honor to find this lady and for her to share what she went through, through her process, and I wanted her to share that with my audience. With no further ado, Miss Brenda Cortez. I wrote for, as a children's book, not an adult book, to help children who have a parent. Just because when I donated mine 14 years ago, my kids they didn't have any resources out there. So that's why I wanted to do something for kids. And oh. honestly, it helps adults too. A lot of adults have no idea what like living kidney donation is. It helps explain it for them too. And, and what made you decide to do that? The transplant itself? Um, I didn't know anything about like a living donation. And I offered to get tested to see if I would be a match to help her. And what made me do that was I wanted to do for somebody, like help them in a way that I would hope somebody would help me if I was in need that way. As I told you before, my husband is at stage four, right? No, stage five. And um, I would to get myself, well, actually, I applied to see if I could be a donor. And after answering some of the preliminary questions, they um, denied me my thought process was, okay, even if I'm not a match for him, then I can do the exchange, which we found out about. A lot of people don't even know about that either. Can you explain that a little bit, like the exchange program? Yep, definitely. You know, try to donate to someone that you're not a direct match for them. So let's say you, if you were able to, you know, be a donor, if you were healthy enough, and it doesn't mean like when I say healthy enough, I'm not like saying you're not a healthy person to meet the criteria, basically, to be a living donor. So if you're you want to donate to your husband, but you're not the you're not a match, like you're not the same blood type, so you can get entered into a paired exchange. You're gonna be set up with somebody that you are a match for, and then in return, somebody else that would be a match for your husband would end up donating to him. A lot of times it can like affect many people. You know, there can be a chain of like eight people donating on behalf of, of other people. Or mm-hmm. sometimes now what I've even heard is you want to donate. Maybe that person that you're thinking of that needs a kidney, they don't really need it quite yet. But you can designate, okay, well, I'm going to donate now. Maybe in five years when so-and-so needs that kidney, then that would move them up get a kidney when they need it. I don't understand the whole logistics of So an example from here in the Milwaukee area is there's a, a lady, she desperately needed a kidney. She needed from a living donor. So she didn't have time to wait for um, a deceased donor. She put up billboards around town. She, you know, did a ton of Facebook stuff. So more and more people are, you know, doing these things nowadays, taking action, going just above and beyond what people were doing in the past, you know, especially mm-hmm. if they're that desperate. So she did find somebody that was willing to donate. So for her, 
um, a lady that actually ended up not even living very far from her. Kind of, I want to, you know, donate. And then <clears throat> she wasn't a match exactly for Jessica, but they entered into the paired exchange for surgery, their transplant on the same day um, at, at the, hospital, the same hospital here, Greater. Well, they did it the same day? Yeah. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. they, they take your kidney and then they send it. Meanwhile, wherever the kidney for Jessica is coming from, they're doing basically like the same thing. Jenny, Jennifer's kidney went to I think maybe like Virginia. So out from Wisconsin out oh. to the East Coast. And then Jessica's kidney came also from the East Coast, but I think it was more like Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And so then it came back for her. So ultimately it wasn't, you know, Jenny's kidney that went into Jessica, but it was because of her. That she was able to get a kidney. Exactly. That's awesome. So how's she doing? Great. They're both doing great. They've become good friends. Yeah, that's really cool. Oh, that's wonderful. I tried. I really did. And I just bust out, start crying when they told me that. I didn't meet the basic criteria mm-hmm. and it wasn't even nothing, any ma- major. My doctor said I'm on the borderline of being pre-diabetic. And so that was all they needed to hear. And they was like, you need both of your kidneys. So that doesn't mean that nothing's going to happen, that he's not going to get his kidney, especially if people like you are out there. And there's other people out there that are willing to just open up their heart and, and just do something that they want somebody to do for them, like you said. There is a lot more people out there like that than we know. Just educate people about it. It's, it's something that you can do and save someone else's mm-hmm. life. And it's truly amazing, an amazing thing and an amazing feeling. I you know, highly suggest reach out to, you can reach out to me. It, there's a lot of living donors out there. There's a lot of different face groups out there. Log on and... <clears throat> See if you can get into one of these groups and there's so much support. It's amazing. Now, if they reach out to you, what type of information would you give them? Um, as far as me just answering any questions like that they would have about my experience, you know, how was it for me? How was the surgery? You know, how long? And honestly, my book, you know, kind of explains it. Where can they find your book? So I have a webpage at, it's part of Donate Life America. And um, the easiest, though, would be it's howltheowl.com. And that'll take you to the page, which is donatelife.net slash books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's easier for howltheowl.com, um, H-O-W-L-theowl.com. And so they can, they can get, check out all of, all of the books that I've written. So there's six total. Yeah, and then Amazon as well. Well, if someone has a particular question, too, <clears throat> they can email me at um, brenda at howltheowl.com. Oh, the Facebook pages. Do you happen to know the name of any of them or yes. the one that you're? Yes. Okay. Yep. So, um, well, there's myself, and it's Brenda E. Cortez, so I use my middle initials. Mm-hmm. And the way I end up doing that is because I ended up connecting with another lady that has my name, Brenda Cortez, and she's actually a kidney recipient. Wow. Her daughter. Then to make it even more crazy is, yeah, people share the same name, but mine is like super common. We actually have 
the same birthday, just not the same year. No. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, that's crazy. Really that's just too much. So. I'm like, okay, that's creepy <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> wow. I mean, what are the odds of both of those? This, wow. That's nuts. So do you two yeah. stay in touch? Or, um, you know, it was, we're on regular Facebook, but we haven't really, I don't know if she's just not on as much anymore. So I haven't connected in a okay. while with her. So you haven't met face to face yet? Nope. She lives in Louisiana. Yeah. We were going to try to meet one of the times when I was down there and it, it didn't work out. So, um, we haven't met face to face yet. Oh, maybe I can FaceTime or even Skype. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> sure if she does that or not. <laughs> Cuz I mean something like that. I'm like, geez, that's just insane. That's darn near a Dr. Phil story. Just saying. <laughs> you know what? On this on this journey, I'm going to call it my journey of um what donating the kidney has led me to there's just been so many things. My my publisher, he started up a, a page and it's called You you gotta be kidney me. There's been a lot of those moments. Like, mm-hmm. wow, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidney me. Right. Usually kidney related. The people that right. I end up, you know, connecting with, it was like, yeah, that's no coincidence. <laughs> wow. There's um, a there was a story here in Indy about this little girl who needed a kidney, and she, um, her parents talked to the church about it. So the pastor decided to donate his kidney to her. And mm-hmm. the funny thing was he, a, a kidney moment, kidding me moment was that not only was he a perfect match that her, her the space for her kidney that she needed was shaped odd and his kidney fit in that shape perfectly. Wow. Yeah. So it was yeah. like, what, are the chances besides God intervening, but it's like, what are the chances of something like that happening? That that pastor will open up his heart and that he would be literally a perfect match. Yeah, that's, that's God. That's yeah. divine, no doubt. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. What you're doing is awesome. It's really opened up a lot of eyes and I really never would have thought I'm just going to be honest. I mean, until I met my husband, I really never thought about kidney transplants or living or deceased donors. And I will admit that I was one of those ones that was not on a um, donor list. You know, I I wouldn't put my my name out there to be a donor on my driver's license. You know how they ask you if you want to be a donor? I'd, I'd said no, because and it's so stupid to even think this way, but my thought was, was what if they can save me and they too, and they snatch out all my organs and it's too late. They can't, that was my thought. And which is silly to think that way because they're not going to take your organs unless they know, right. you know, you're, you're no longer going to be here. And think it. I know, I but it's, but it's a silly, but it's a silly thought. And it's like one person's body can save 10 lives. I mean, or if not more, you just don't, you don't know because you decided that you're going to be selfish and, or I'm saying I decided I was going to be selfish and not put myself out there like that. I changed that like over the years, 
before I met my husband, but then when I met my husband, I would never thought about being a living donor. That, I mean, I didn't even think that even really existed, to be honest. I mean, well, yes, I did. I mean, I heard about it, different stories or, you know, someone doing that for somebody, but I never personally thought that I would have done it. Then finding out about the exchange, it's like, okay, if you can't help directly the one you love, help someone else's loved one and you will get blessed in return. Well, your loved one will get blessed in return. But thanks to people like you writing books and get keeping people informed and letting them know that, you know, help, help out. If, I mean, if nothing else, you know, tell other people about it and let them know. Yeah. That's part of the mission um, with all my books. And mm-hmm. I try to go into the schools and do school visits and um, just educate on a variety of different things. But usually it's always, you know, focused a little bit at least on, you know, organ donation and my story as a living donor. And then Howell the Owl, his name Howell stands for Help Others with Love. So Howell is an acronym Mm -hmm. for that. Um, mm-hmm. ultimately, I mean, that's what organ donation is, is mm-hmm. helping others with love, especially if you're a deceased donor, but, um, just, I want to get it out there where people, you know, kids know about it and they're taught about mm-hmm. it. And then, well, guess what? That's just what you do. Like that's a no brainer then when they get older or, you know, they're at school and they've heard me you know, talk or read one of my stories and they go home and you know, talk to their parents and they start talking about it and maybe mm-hmm. they would convince somebody that you know, otherwise had said no to be because maybe they just didn't know enough. And so maybe my book or book can help them understand and change their minds. So that's, that's all part of my mission. Well, your mission is being accomplished. You should be proud. And I just hope that this will help people open up their eyes even more if not, if not to help themselves, if they're dealing with the same issue, but just to have that knowledge. And if they run into somebody who has that issue, they can share that knowledge with them. That's all, you know, that's part of the mission. So the books, and then, um, I don't think I, I finished, um, with the, I said my, my Facebook page, my personal one, but then I've got two different Facebook pages for Howell. Mm-hmm. Howell, the Owl. And then there's another one. Howl the Owl on the Prowl. So he's a plush character as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can get a, you know one of his books and then you can get him. Um, he's been on back order, but I should hopefully have him now um, in the next couple of weeks. So I'm super excited because he hasn't been able to be purchased. But there's a lot of him out and about. There's um, a bunch of different plush guys out mm-hmm. on the Prowl. The people okay. are chasing him. <laughs> And then mm-hmm. they take him around uh, when, you know, they have him or they might own their own. And they just take him out and take him to different places. And, you know, people ask about him or even just tell him, this is Howl the Owl. And you know, he represents helping others, kindness and organ donation. And um, so it's another part of the mission. So if, if people want to check out you know, both of those pages, um, that would be great. And then okay. Instagram as well. And Twitter. So okay. Follow the owl on Instagram, and then he's also on Twitter. All right, I have one last question for you. Then I'm gonna set you free. Okay. If you could have a theme song for any time you walked in the room, what would it be? 
Does it have to be like I'm thinking of an existing song that's out in there any or? any song, any song. Um <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's I don't know. Well, I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna stick with the theme of what my howl the owl represents and um the person that I ultimately try to be. It's a country song. Um, it's called Humble and Kind. Inspirational reminder. You know what? I just thought of something funny. I got to tell it to you. Okay. It happened ahead. yesterday. Okay. Uh, I have this t-shirt um, and it says should and then would and then could and they're uh, all crossed out. And then it says hashtag living donor. So I have a shirt on. We're talking to this group of people that I don't know very well at all. But like someone notices the shirt. You know, let me see what does that say and then like yeah i show them and like oh did you donate an organ and then i'm like yeah and i'm super serious face and i'm like yeah i donated my heart and then i gave him like three seconds and i busted out laughing i'm like ah, i'm just kidding i'm like you guys could have seen your faces <laughs> that is too funny <laughs> like no was i was like kidney. oh god she's a vampire <laughs> <laughs> they were just like yeah, they were like shocked what I just had said and trying to process it. <laughs> did you finally tell them no? I I did donate, but just not, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was like it was just a kidney. That's <laughs> like, funny. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> it was fun. Oh, was fun. I bet. <laughs> Thank you, lady. Yeah, bye. Bye, bye. Thank you, Brenda, for an awesome interview. And listeners, i like to apologize for the sound quality of this one. We were having some problems with our um, connection, but the information is still there. And I just want to thank her for informing us on the importance of being a living kidney donor or just a living donor. So if you have any questions, please click on the link. And if you would like to be on Worldly Church Girl, shoot me an email and we can see what we can do with that thing thanks for listening to your girl the one and only worldly church girl